0: Welcome to the business of being well. If you're a hands-on practitioner who wants to grow a profitable business without working your life away, you're in the right place. So sit back, take a deep breath and enjoy the show. Hello everyone. I'm here with a new guest to the show today. Her name is Elizabeth Pampalone and she is from Absolute marketing. So yes, we're going to absolutely talk about marketing today. And you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I um, I love marketing. I know not all of you do. And yet, if you want to have a business, you've got to make sure people know that your business exists. And that's just what marketing is. So Elizabeth, welcome to the show. I would love for you to um, just share who you are so we can get to know more about you first.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am a marketer. I have been for about 20 years, so yay, exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I love it. It is my passion, just like everybody has their own passion that they follow, and this one is mine. So I actually uh, started my business 13 years ago after going through a divorce that uh, was at the age of 20, and I lost pretty much everything, so I moved back in with my parents, and <laughs> My mom said, you know, you got to do something. You got to pick something that you're going to be good at. And I just wasn't having a good time finding a job. It was the beginning of the recession. And, and she said, just pick two things you like and make it a job. So I did that and I started a computer repair company. And then from there, I realized that I was actually much better at marketing than I thought. Even after having done it for many years, I thought I just, you know, did it enough, like good enough, right, for me. Um, and then I realized that a lot of other business owners could really benefit from what I was doing and the formulas I'd built for myself. So then I opened up my, my agency and that is what is today absolute marketing. Wow,
0: well, that's um, not the direct route, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but like that's probably how most people's stories unfold. really is like you, you, the thing that you're meant to do doesn't just like land in your lap and, you know, or it, it becomes clear to you from taking a personality test or something. It's like the, the journey that you go on through life leads you to it.
1: Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. And it's definitely been a journey even to get to this point. You know, I had my business for many years before I became absolute marketing. And now that I have found it, it's almost like uh, putting on that pair of shoes. That's like, that always fits. That's always perfect. That doesn't give you blisters. Like <laughs> it's like the perfect pair of shoes. So when I found it and I, I realized that this is what I needed to do, and this was the brand I needed to be under, it was like, wow, this is the brand. I don't have to do anything else. Like it, it's perfect.
0: Mm -hmm. I think a lot of our listeners will be able to relate, relate to that because they've worked as associates in other practices and the brand of that practice was someone else's brand. It wasn't a reflection of who they are themselves. It was a reflection of the practice owner, which is a very common struggle within a hands on healing profession, whether it's chiropractic or something else that because we are so hands on with our people, the brand becomes about you and who you are. And then to scale past that point where it's all about you and it becomes more about the transformation you provide for people Mm -hmm. or you help people Mm -hmm. achieve is a really challenging transition, which I'm in myself right now as a business. And I see a lot of other people struggle with this too. So maybe we'll talk more about that. Um, You mentioned that you love marketing and I thought, That's, that's so interesting to hear because I love marketing and, you know, I don't necessarily know at the moment why, but I would love to hear from you. Why do you love marketing? Especially when there are so, so many, um, heart centered entrepreneurs who don't love marketing.
1: I think it comes down to it being very confusing and it's a very, um, cluttered space and you know i i really think that if we understand it a little bit better then it makes it easier for us to kind of digest and go okay i can put this as part of my day i can make this a part of my lifestyle because it really does have to be be that and when you run a business it's your 24 7 it's in your head all the time and even though we say we should have work-life balance and we say we shouldn't be working all the time and there is like room for that there's always that thing in the back of your mind that's like working on a problem thinking about what you're doing next thinking about how you can connect with people better how you can make the experience better whatever that is so you know if we understand marketing in a very simple way then i think it becomes less of a burden or a problem that we have instead it's more of an asset and so for me you know i've always loved marketing and i've always loved the psychology of it because the psychology piece many marketers just blow back like they pull past it they don't even like think about it they're just like yeah do this facebook things and make these ads and if you follow this exact you know step-by-step process then you'll be a billionaire and you'll have all the leads you want right but at the same time we have to look at human behavior and who are we as people like you mentioned it's kind of part of yourself as well and so who are we as people who are our customers as people and how do we react to things when they're presented to us and in certain ways that they're presented to us? Cause I know that I'll see things on Facebook or on you know social media or even in emails, and I'll just be like, oh no, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. And when you know clients see that, and my clients would see that from maybe me or someone else, they're doing the same thing. And so I really like to relate marketing back to don't forget, you as the business owner, you're also a consumer. And most of the time, not every time, but most of the time, you're inside your own demographic. You're inside your own target market. So if you're sitting here going, well, I gotta do a Facebook ad. And then you're sitting there also saying out the other side of your mouth, you know, as a consumer, man, I hate those Facebook ads. They're so dumb and annoying. Yeah. Then you shouldn't be doing, you know, like there's all these little correlations that you can take. And that's why I said if we can understand that it's really a lot simpler than it puts, you know, people put it out there to be then I think it would be less uh, arduous and annoying to most people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, what do you think are the <laughs> biggest mistakes that you see small um, business owners make?
1: It's making it too complicated, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. It's just overcomplicating everything and, and trying to follow 10 different gurus at the same time. You know, I really recommend you pick one. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> Pick one person and follow what they say to the letter because you're going to get the results if you put in the work, you're going to get the results that they, not promise, but that they kind of tout, right? They say, oh, well, this happened, this happened, this happened. And you have to also be in the right space for that. So there's a lot of people that I know that niche down to like just working with, you know, lawyers or just working with chiropractors, for example, whatever. So they pick us a group and then they you know you might be working with lawyers and they're talking about chiropractors and then you try to do the same process and it's not really working out great cuz it's geared towards that group but with certain approaches then it's too broad and it's like now all of that's thrown out the window and now you're trying to do an approach that maybe works great for product people that have a, a you know product they're selling and shipping but it's not great for service providers so You really have to find the right person that's going to simplify it for you and really give you a good, solid answer and then try it. It's not going to one size fits all. And then if that doesn't work, find another person and try that. And it really is a trial and error thing until you kind of land on that one piece. And like you mentioned, we talked about earlier in branding, same thing. You have to try a bunch of different things and be a bunch of different people, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. quote unquote people until you find really who you truly are. And that's the same thing with marketing.
0: It gives you permission to let things evolve and change as you feel like you're growing and learning in the process which I, I think is really important to be able to have that freedom and that flexibility to do that instead of feeling like it all has to be set in stone forever. <laughs> yeah um, I'm gonna let the listeners in on like an behind the scenes um, aspect here of like my own learning, my own journey as a business owner, A year ago at this time, I was learning from a very successful online course creator who has a multiple seven figure business who I was like, "Mm, do I like this person? Do I not? I don't know, but I like the way that this person teaches and the strategy is live launching. Now, if you have a hands-on service that doesn't apply to you, but if you are a hands-on practitioner who is also going to create an online program or service, um, uh, sorry, an online course or program, then this does apply to you. So I learned the live launch model and and I was like, okay, I get this. This totally makes sense. And I thought like, this is a way that I need to teach it to other hands-on practitioners. And now a year later, I'm going live launching is exhausting. (laughs) And actually, instead of like having this big to do all the time, we need to just create a core offer that is the thing that teaches people the thing that you want to teach them and like help them change. So, um, my perspective on that has changed tremendously, but because I have that previous experience with live launching, we've been doing that as a business and implemented that implemented that for over a year, actually it's been closer to three years now. And my perspective has changed because I've learned from someone else who does things differently, who doesn't recommend Facebook ads until you have a million dollar business. Like, whoa, now I'm like, okay, now I'm much more equipped to teach other hands-on practitioners how to create their program and how to do it and make money and help people and actually get time freedom from doing it, not like more on your plate, not like running two businesses at the same time. So, um, just some inside perspective for those of you that are, um, like watching that journey unfold as I've been creating this new program, it's, um, it's taken a lot longer than I thought it would, but in some ways it, it just needed to, because I hadn't put all the pieces together yet to really help you create the transformation that you want to create, which is to get more time freedom and more financial freedom and be able to see fewer patients and make more money. All right. So <laughs> on that note, let's um, come back around to specifically talking about marketing. Um, so over the course of your career, you've created your own methodology, which you call Absolute Marketing. So introduce us to what Absolute Marketing is.
1: It is a five-day system that helps you create one year of marketing content in five days. So it's I love very I concise
0: and clear that is. I'm like, five days? one year. Oh my gosh, what? And it automatically makes me want to learn more.
1: Yes. I I use that as my little punchline, my little one, one second, uh, or two second elevator pitch. And the reason that I developed this was because I was burning myself out. You know, I was using this method for myself, but I was not kind of forcing it on clients. (laughs) I was like, this is good for me, but nobody else really needs to know about it. Um, And once I started using it with clients, it changed my whole life, my whole world. And what I realized is that you have three things in your life and in your business. It's time, money, and effort. And we cannot buy more time. That is something we can never buy more of. We can buy more effort. We can hire people. We can have them do things for us, right? And we can spend money on those things to get them done but we can never get more time back. And so my whole mission, I've I've had several businesses over the years and one of my businesses actually was a networking company and we helped people find the right networking groups for them and this is like a long time ago, but the tagline for that business was, well, my little elevator pitch for that was, imagine if I could give you back five hours of your week. What would you do with it? And people just like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh, I love it. And it was because I was telling them that for a little bit of money, for $10 a month, you could get your five hours of your week back every single week. And that was just immensely you know, valuable to them because they could not buy more time, but this was kind of helping them to kind of do that, buy back their time. And so that's what I realized was really impactful about that business. And I really wanted to bring that to marketing. So I did research on what, how long do people spend on marketing every week for their, you know, during their average year. And it's 20 hours a week for most entrepreneurs on just marketing. And that was killing me. That's half of a 40 hour week. Yeah. And that's, doesn't even include your client work and working, you know, doing extra things like referral parties, lunches, like I don't, know, networking, all that other stuff. It's kind of marketing, but not really. Right. This was like websites and emails and social media. That was the big one. And all of that's like creating graphics and writing. I mean, just t- tons of stuff. So I said, if I could take off that 20 hours and give you back each 20 hours every single week for an entire year, would that be worth one week in your business to you? Some people say to me, I can't take off five days. I just can't do it. And I'm like, look, you can do five days now, or you can do 20 hours a week for the rest of the year. 20 times 52. It's like a thousand something or something. Like a thousand yeah, four I, or I something. should be able to do that
0: math in my head, right? <laughs> 52 times 20 is a thousand forty.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's a lot, a lot of time. 40 hours. <laughs> Yeah. So if you can spend a little bit of money, put in a little bit of effort and get back and reclaim all that time, you're not only simplifying your marketing, you're automating your business and you're getting back your time. Well, listening to you say that I'm kind of having like a
0: a shift in my own perspective because um, one of the things that I help hands-on practitioners see is that especially in the startup phase of your practice, like when it is just you doing all the things, getting, um, revenue going and like getting the word out and, um, helping people even just know that you exist, that you can't give all of your time for your full work week to your patient schedule. Like you have to reserve time for working on the other things in your business. And if, from your perspective, like your research has shown that most small business owners are spending 20 hours a week on marketing and one way it makes me go, see guys, what I've been telling you is really <laughs> true. Like you you can't expect to have the time freedom you want to and like to have this open calendar for your patients and your clients to schedule just whenever they want to, whatever works best for them. You've got to really time block and eliminate minimize at least context switching. And then my other perspective is like, wait, but wouldn't it be awesome if you didn't have to commit 20 hours a week to marketing or even five or 10 hours a week to marketing because you had other systems in place to take care of it for you.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of this is, you know, you do still have to do certain things on a, on a daily, a regular basis. I mean, things come up, you know, you might have like somebody say, Hey, I want you to speak here. You got to go speak, right? You don't, but you don't have to then sit there and go. Got to make sure my website's ready, so when I speak, they can go to my website and it's all done and it looks great and it looks nice. And I, you know, because you might have been working on it for six months. You don't have to go. Okay, well, now I got to make sure my social media is up to date because when I give them my my thing, I got to make sure my emails are my f- nurture funnel's ready to go. Like you don't have to sit there and go one speaking engagement, one little thing that's going to help get you out there that might take you an hour, you know, to to do and maybe thirty minutes to prep for is now become this massive 40 hour project because you don't have all the pieces in place. So really what my system does is it says, let's get all those pieces in place so that when someone says to you, Hey, I want you to come speak at our luncheon. You're like, absolutely. I'm going to spend 30 minutes prepping an hour doing it. And that is enough marketing quote unquote marketing for the whole week. Because now you have just basically, you know, talked to like more than one person at a time in a room full of how many other people, whether it's a virtual or in person, And you have all these pieces in place that now they can go and find out more about you and get on your email list and get connected with you and find out what your calendar looks like and and all those things. So this really does give you that freedom to not see these small tasks as monumental tasks because really they just kind of boil down to their most simple form.
0: This is a totally random question and I'm kind of putting you on the spot here by asking you this. (laughs) But I advocate for people to have email newsletter lists for their practices and a lot of them don't, and they feel really overwhelmed by creating the content to send to their list every week. Um, And then some feel like, well, my list isn't growing, so why am I doing this? What is your perspective on that? Do you you feel like an email newsletter is essential in a marketing plan for a small business?
1: Yes, I do. I actually feel like email marketing, engaged email marketing, which is what I call it, it's day five. (laughs) It is day five for a reason. Sometimes People, they don't want to do all five days. They want to do three days, four days, whatever. And that's usually the one that gets left off. It's still important and I still try and get them to do all five days, but it's the one that I kind of leave at the end because I feel like your, your brand, your website and your social media are your top three. If you can do it, you need to have blogs going out and you need to have your email list set up. So I actually utilize the blogging aspect to kind of fill in my email marketing. So I have my blogging list and it's the RSS feed is sent over so that it's just automatic. I set up my blogs for the whole year. I get emails for the whole year sent out, done. Then with my email list, I don't create funnels. I actually don't believe in funnels. I say the word funnel because people understand what that means. But the actual type of thing that a funnel... I, um, love most- <laughs> I love you. I love you. When we say funnel, you're like, oh my gosh, what, 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 what is Right, funnel? right. Okay. So most people think a funnel is where you start with something like free and then you kind of give them a few emails and then you sell them something small and then give them a few emails. And then you're yeah. like, okay, this is my final email. It's email number 28,346. <laughs> and I'm going to sell you like $80,000 worth of stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of what a funnel is supposed to be. I think it's wrong because it's just as hard to sell somebody on something that's $28,000, as it is to sell something on somebody on something that's free or $27, 000, $27 <laughs> right? So I feel like funnels are not good. However, I do feel like nurture sequences are good, where we say, I'm gonna reach out to you, I'm gonna give you little touch points, I'm gonna give you an email that tells you one little thing each time for a couple of weeks, just so you remember, hey, I'm here, and I'm not going anywhere, but I'm not gonna bug you, right? So you might have seen me talk and you put your email in, and now I'm gonna give you a five-week email sequence that gives you one thing. I'm gonna tell you one thing, one item, one tidbit, one small thing every single week for five weeks. Yeah. Just to make sure that you know I'm still here and there's calls to action on each one. You should call our office. You should talk to blah blah blah. You should, you know, whatever those calls to action are, right? So if you're doing that. That is how I use email marketing. I'm not a big newsletter fan because I feel like what happens with newsletters is we have this great subject line that might grab them, might make them open the email. Then they look at it. They're overwhelmed. The client is overwhelmed. Now they see 10 photos, five events. They see uh, three articles that are kind of all, I might have to read them in the email. Maybe it's truncated, you know, all these things, right? So now as a client, I'm like, (laughs) I am busy. I don't have time. I need to come back to this. (laughs) And I never ever do Mm -mm. so i am the big fan of one email one thing yes and when i create those for a year i'm when we sit down for the email day i'm creating those emails for the whole year we might create one nurture sequence just to kind of have that nice little touch going on at the beginning and then we're going to create we've already got our 12 blog posts in right because we've got those sent send over already so that's 12 12 emails that are going to go out for the year one one a month and then we now create another set of emails that's Every single month, maybe we just want to say something that's like two or three sentences and a nice photo that says, you know what? Don't forget we do this service. Here's our page. Go look at it. Don't forget that we actually use these referral partners and we have an affiliate program. Go over here and look at it. Just repointing out things on your own website that you can even use copy from your own website as the text. Like It's super simple, but kind of reminding people that you do certain things because I know that you could tell me right now, like all day long, what you do today. And like three weeks from now, I'm going to be like, wait, what did she do? <laughs> I'm not going to remember. I'm going to remember half of it, right? Like not all of it. So it's going to be good to remind people. Oh yeah. By the way, we do this. And it's not annoying because they've already sol- You've already solicited them. They've already said, yeah, sign me up. And if they want to delete you, they'll just unsubscribe. Like that's how I feel about it. <laughs> right.
0: I might need to change my language around this because when I talk about email newsletters in my mind, a really great email newsletter is like some of the ones I see some of my students doing now, which is like they send one one email newsletter a week. Um, but it's not like we've got this going on and there's this special and oh, by the way, we have it's um, heart health month and you know, make sure you eat healthy and check out our blog post and yeah. <laughs> come to the office. It's just like, hey, you know what last week I was really struggling with this thing and this thing was like so, um, I don't know, I'm making this up. Like this thing really, really bothered me. And I thought I was done with this thing. I was never going to have to struggle or worry about this again, but here it was. And here's how I, I worked with it when it came up last week. I just thought I would share that with you. Hope you're having a great week. Call our office. If you have got any questions that we can help you with, like (laughs) that's, that's Mm -hmm. a newsletter that I actually read. The ones that I open that have like tons of photos and lots of links. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. Mm -mm. Yep. And, you and I know send that so many if I'm in thinking a month. that way, then, then the person that's opening that is often yeah. thinking that way too.
1: Yeah. And you can send more than one in a month. People get frayed. They're like, Oh, I can't send more than one email. Oh no. People are going to unsubscribe. Okay, good. They should unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. They don't want to talk to you or hear from you multiple times. Cause now you're kind of trying to be their friend, Yeah. you know, then, then you probably not your right client. They're probably not the right person to be on your list.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, good. So I'm glad that I asked that question, even though it was a little off the wall because it's, it is really relevant. Um,
1: (laughs) It is so true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the biggest mistake. Um, Okay. So let's talk a bit more about what absolute marketing is, because this is, um, like a, again, it's like a, a a system that you've created that helps people. um, Well, like you said, in five days, create their whole year of marketing.
1: Yeah, so the first day is, I, I we focus on branding, and it's an eight hour day, all the days are eight hours. So it is a 40 hour week that we spend on this to get it out of off the plate, out of the way. And we do it together, it's, it's done with you, not done for you. I believe very much in strategy and implementation should be done together, because if a lot of people will help you strategize and then off you go, have fun with yeah. the implementation. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, we're sitting here already, we might as well just do it, right, just get it done. So with branding, that's our first day. Um, we go through the strategy of a brand. We basically figure out who you are, what you do and who you share it with. And then we go into creating the logo, the colors, color psychology, font psychology. And I also include um, some collateral like business cards and maybe like a one sheet or something, depending on what you need. And then also create an ebook. So we write an ebook together on the branding day. It's day one. And once we've got that ebook, we're gonna use it on the website, which is day two. Day two is all website, like start to finish, sales pages, homepage, about page. We usually do like eight to 10 pages depending on what people need, Um, sometimes more, sometimes less. But we get all the pages done and then we use that that, um, ebook that we've created and we actually use that as our freebie. So now we've not only connected to the website, we've also connected to the email marketing. Then we go forward to day three and we create 12 months of social media posts in one day. 365 posts, written, designed, created graphics, scheduled into a scheduler, done. And then day four is the blogging. We create 12 to 24 blog posts. We write them, design them, schedule them, and we connect them to the email marketing as well. And then day five is, again, can create an email marketing. We might do like a nurture sequence with some other emails or maybe two or three nurture sequences, depending on what the person's needs are and what they want to have on their website as far as courses or, you know, if they're just doing like a service-based business, it depends on what the business is. We'll kind of look at it from there.
0: Listening to you describe this, I'm like, oh, wow, that's so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who does this work well for? What kind of people, what kind of businesses does this process really fit for?
1: I, I have done this with everyone from product-based businesses all the way through to service based businesses, people who have online businesses, um, in-person businesses. I've done this with a chiropractor, actually my chiropractor, she, she loves it, we work together several times. Um, I've worked with lawyers, doctors, um, people who sell spaghetti sauce. I have one guy that sells a hot sauce. Um, so there's just this different people, it just, it's kind of a random thing. I don't, I don't like it when people are too vague on their target market, right? Um, but my target market mostly is women three to five years in business that's kind of my sweet spot but I can tell you right now that about a third of my clients are male they just they think the system is awesome they want to get it done both of my product guys the two sauce guys I mean (laughs) they're both male. so you know it's not just like one specific demographic can use this I've seen it work with a lot of different demographics I think if you wanted to really pinpoint like the most of the clients I've worked with are service based businesses, whether they're in person with a location or if they're online. So that's kind of a good one for it. I have a lot of clients in that space, but I have seen it work really well with product businesses because they're out there. They're trying to go to shows. They're trying to go to flea, you know, farmers markets and flea markets and they're kind of out there doing that whole networking thing too, but on a different scale, a different way. Um, and this really does take off that social media thing off their plate that makes sure the website is running. So when they go to these markets, they can just sell right from their website, they can sell right from their you know, their tables and things. So it really does give them that, that freedom as well. So it really depends on the business and also how committed because this is not easy. This is not like, I mean, I make it fun. So you know, of course it's gonna be a little fun, um, but it's not something that's a small task. You know, we are taking on a very big task. And it's not to say that it's, you know, too difficult or people can't do it, but it is something you have to commit to and you have to really want to do. So if you can commit to the 40 hours and getting it done and working with someone who's there to help you and that you don't have to do it alone, then you can receive that kind of like that, like you said, that time freedom back after the fact, but you gotta be like, gotta push through, gotta commit. Um, I've had people that have quit halfway through and I've kind of had to finish it by myself oh, um, and two people do that out of all the people I've worked with, like two did it. I was like, Oh, <laughs> and I finished it by myself, but it wasn't the same. I yeah. didn't have their expertise and their mind and their brain that like works a certain way. And I didn't know everything about their business in the way that they do how intimately they do. And so it, you know, worked out. I did it. It, you know, I enjoyed it, but they couldn't commit. They weren't, they just couldn't do it. And so I just say you have to be super committed because it's it's a hard process. It's a long process, but it's like, can I do this temporary, uncomfortable, the gritty thing, get it done, right? And have fun because like I said, I'm fun, (laughs) but can I get it done and then say the reward is this time freedom for a whole year? Yep. (laughs) What
0: are the results that you see people get like doing their marketing this way? Of course, yes, they're getting they're getting it done right they're getting it done in one week for like the 12 month period ahead and what are the results of the of this kind of marketing for their business
1: so this is really about foundations and what happens a lot with small businesses is we say we well, yeah we need to do social media yeah i need to blog yeah i need to send emails yeah and then we don't because yeah. we don't have yes. time whatever and so consistency is the biggest factor and consistency leads to more leads more sales more people seeing you your message is constantly out there you're presenting what I call the united front right you're not changing your colors every five seconds because you already have a brand and you use that brand the whole time because that whole week you've used the brand from day one to day five and you haven't had time in your mind to go, well, maybe this purple would look good. Or maybe this teal is better. <laughs> you know, you actually have done everything at once. So your brain is like on this mode, right? And then when things happen later, it's not about, well, maybe this will be pretty because I maybe that color is not resonating with people or something. You're really just stuck in it. But that creates that united front, that consistency that people see and they go, now I know who she is. Now I know who that is. I can see that's Elizabeth. She's wearing that green again. So having that same thing out there all the time, saying the same thing all the time for you, because we, like I said, we get bored with ourselves. We get bored with our own brands, but it's like a marriage you have to commit, right? And so if you can do that, that's the thing I see people get is they get this consistency level that they never had before. They have their message out there more consistently. They have people coming to them going, Hey, I saw you everywhere because your media, your social media is running, your website is great, your emails are sending out, your blog posts are going out. So they're getting the the consistency. People are saying, I see you everywhere, which means now I've had my 10 to 12 touches satisfied and now i'm ready to purchase. i i can tell you for myself for my business, i have actually had people call me and book $8,000, $10,000 in 15 minutes of talking to me. i don't even know who they are. i haven't really ever really met them. they might have been on like a zoom call or a webinar or something. don't know who they are, but they say i saw you everywhere and i had to talk to you. and so that's what i i do for my clients. that's what i give them is for people to see them as this this powerhouse that's just hitting it every day. Like I'm out of here, I'm out of here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, but it's the same message so that no, their clients don't get confused and people can get to the purchasing point much quicker because they know that that message is the same. And if they know they need to know where to get that message, go to the Facebook page, go to the website, like it's always there and it's always the same. So that's the kind of results I've seen for my clients. And then just to see them walk out and, and just like their tired, little, you know, droopy eye faces when they walk out. Cause they're so tired after the whole week, they're like, I can't believe it's done. Like, they're just so happy. Most of them go get margaritas or something afterwards, but they're <laughs> yeah, just like, they should so- <laughs> <celebrate that. Yeah. laughs> right. But they're so happy. And I had one girl, she said, I built this website and I was like, and I helped like hamburger helper, like, and I helped, you know, <laughs> but she was so proud of it. She's like, I did this. And I was like, yeah, you did it. Like everything came from her brain. All I did was help her put in, you know, the technical parts. Like that's not hard. Right. But she didn't, she didn't get that part and she knew that she needed help with that. And once she did it, she was like, I did this, I built it. It's mine. So that's the kind of stuff that I see as the results. Yes, it's the time. Yes, it's the accomplishment, but having that message be so consistent is, is almost priceless. Like I don't put certain ROIs on it. I don't ask my clients, you know, how much money did you make from our marketing? It's more about. Them being out there so consistently that they they see the sales, they see the people coming to them, they see the people recognizing them, and sometimes those sales don't happen for three to six months with some people. Sometimes people only need to see them three or four times and like, dude, that's it, I'm sold because you said the same thing ten, you know, three times to me, I'm in, you know. And so it's just about that consistency, and we all know that consistency does definitely lead to sales.
0: Well, listen, <laughs> Elizabeth, you don't know this, but those of you that have been listening to this podcast for over a year, at least will know that I accidentally surveyed over 900 chiropractors in August of 2019. And yes, it was not on purpose, but what I found when I asked them what their biggest struggle in marketing their practices was, is to be consistent. It blew my mind literally blew my mind because I studied marketing in my undergraduate degree. I'm just always like done marketing. <laughs> you know, Like it's just um, a natural part of business in my brain. Yes, it's often uncomfortable to put yourself out there, but like, it's just what you have to do in my thought process. And so consistency was not something I thought that they would say that they were struggling with. I thought it would be like, they don't know what to do or whatever, I don't know. But it was consistency. Like, hands down, 95% of over 900 people said their biggest struggle was to be consistent. So your process eliminates that problem for people, which is really cool.
1: Yes, completely does. And it is... Not something that you have to stop after one year. You know, we do five days in the, the first. You know, let's get everything like set up right. Even people, some people come to me with the logo, and I'm like, honey, that ain't a brand. Like, we need to fix that. <laughs> you know, because sometimes logos aren't built correctly initially. They're not built the right way the first time. The person didn't understand the business. They didn't. You know, the business has grown since then. That's another thing. Businesses grow and change, and then the logos don't reflect them anymore, and mm-hmm. the brands aren't the same. So we sit down and we do all this stuff five days, right? I've had clients who've done that with me two, three years ago. They loved it, they were like, this is amazing. And because my whole process is really about teaching you like to fish, not to fish for you, I want you to be able to take this and go, oh, I get it. Like, this is easy, I can teach someone else this. And then they can teach their staff, they can teach an intern, whatever, right? I've had a couple of clients do that very successfully. Um, and then I've had other clients who are still solo, you know, practitioners or they're still out there by themselves and they're like, you know what? I like doing this. I think it's fun. Let's just sit down and do it together for, you know, for this year, for the next year. And they'll just come back to me for like two days. We'll do social media and emails or social media and blogging or whatever, or we'll do two days on social media. Sometimes they want to do like more stuff or they want to get two years in, like people have done two years in. It's crazy. So like whatever they want to do next, like it doesn't take another five days. We don't have to do your website again. We don't have to do your blog again. I mean, your, um, your brand. We don't have to do all that stuff. That's like one and done pretty much but if you wanna redo it or do something else after the fact, it's like maintenance, right? You're not having to start all over. You've got your solid brand, your website is pretty good, maybe a few tweaks here and there. And then you just do your social media and you do your blogs and you do your emails and you've learned from what you had last year how did it go what worked what didn't what did people tell you about your marketing that that when they when they came to you and started to buy from you hey I saw this it was really great okay I had a lot more people see my emails than they did social media maybe I want to scale back on the social media and beef up the emails or whatnot so now that you have some data a little bit of you know anecdotal data behind you even then you can actually go forward with maybe a new little bit of a new plan and implement these things again so it's definitely repeatable and so it's not just a one-and-done thing like oh well she helped me this year now what next year no it's like let's do this again either sit down with me like I'll help you again we'll start a new strategy or you'll know this like you've got this like just do what you know works and repeat that process or teach someone else how to do it
0: as you were describing that actually before you started to, to describe like how some people repeat the process in the future I heard this question from the audience. Yes, like predicting the future. I was like, "This is what they're going to ask," or think to them to themselves. Oh yeah, I could just do that myself. I'll just I'll just take a week off and I'll just do that myself. And I'm like, mm, "Yep, yeah, maybe, maybe you'll be piddling around on social media and watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. instead, <laughs> and you won't actually get the work done." What else? What? Else? <laughs> Cause I bet you've had people say this to you before. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for that um, process. I'll just, I'll just do it myself.
1: So my husband has a saying and, um, it's, it's definitely true. And he says the DIYers will take care of themselves. And he says, if someone insists on DIYing something and like, yeah, I got it. I took what you said. I did it. It's worked great. Have a nice day. They're not your client and they're not my client. I would rather Mm -hmm. like, hey, you heard me talk on this podcast. Yes, you can totally do this yourself. I totally believe that you can. I'm empowering you. Permission granted. Have at it. And it's not because I don't think it's possible. I do think it's possible. I definitely think that you can do that. Um, and I know that I've had other people listen to podcasts I've done. Cause sometimes I go in depth, like just into social media, exactly how I do it. And I've had people just be like, Oh, perfect. That's all I need to know. Have a nice day. But then I know there's people at the other end of the spectrum who are like, I still am lost. I do need some handholding. Actually, I need a lot of handholding. And those are my favorite people because I'm like, let's handhold. I will hold your hand the whole way five days. Let's do it. Um, and then there's people in the middle who say, I think I can do this, but I do like the accountability, or I think I can do this, or I've tried that before and it hasn't worked. But I know that what you're saying is true. It just, I couldn't do it by myself and things like that. So they're also my favorite people. So I feel like there's a spectrum of people that will hear what I'm saying and say, yeah, I could just do it myself. I don't have to spend the money. But again, we go back to time, money, effort, right? Can you spend 20 hours, can you spend the 40 hours doing it yourself and know that it's only going to take you 40 hours? I can build a website in a day. When I talk to clients who say, yeah, I could do that too. It takes them three weekends. Like that's just what ends up happening. So if you want to take back those three weekends, why don't you just work with somebody and get them to do it in a day? So there's that aspect as well. So is it time, money, effort? And then I also talk about what's your hourly rate? You know, are you... (laughs) wasting your your time like with lawyers especially this is huge the lawyer will be like i want to do my own social media it has to be compliant i have to make sure yeah okay we can do that you can do your own social media we need to like do it in like one day and get you off that because you trying to deal with it every single day it's costing you okay you're spending an hour on facebook a day you're spending an hour on you know whatever that's eight hour you know let's say five hours a week times 400 which is what most lawyers are charging right that's kind of the going rate. <laughs> times 400. And then you could really just do it in one day and pay much less than that than every single day spending $400 on your marketing. So kind of thinking about it in that way, kind of the same way we talk about, like, do you need someone to clean your house or not? Well, it could take me like four hours to clean my house. And it's not even that big. I'm just slow. Or I could pay someone basically less than an hour of what I work, I get for working And pay someone to do that and, and like bless them and build their business, you know? So it's, there's all these little trade-off things that we give ourselves. So yeah, definitely you can do this yourself. It's not rocket surgery or science or anything like that. But at the same time, I've also been doing this for 20 years. I'm really fast and really good. And there's a lot of people like me out there that do that. So yeah, there's those options too. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I think the accountability piece is huge and probably also underrated underestimated would be a better description perhaps because everyone in my program says they, they need less overwhelm and more accountability. (laughs) So you got to show up for the accountability, right? Like you have to, um, you can't say like, well, I'm just going to do it myself. That's not holding yourself accountable. Like having someone else there guiding you through the process who's done this over and over again is the accountability that that you need to stay on track with it. Mm. Elizabeth, it's been so fun to connect with you and to really um, dive into this conversation with you today. So thank you so much. For those that are listening, who wanna learn more about uh, about you and about what you do, where is the best place for them to go?
1: They can go to getabsolutemarketing.com and I even have opened up a special new community. It's getabsolutemarketing.com forward slash community and it's free so you can join the community and talk with others who've been through the process. I've got some courses on there, some free stuff. I've got a free five day challenge in there um, which will walk you through each of the five pillars. There's five videos so it's really quick and really easy to get you kind of started on it. And um, but yeah, it's getabsolutemarketing.com leave me a note and I'll say hi. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you so much. Do you
0: want to make more money without squeezing more patients or clients onto your schedule? If that's you, be sure to take my free class in it. You'll learn how to bring leveraged income into your practice so you can work less, live more and help more people than ever before. You can get signed up by going to drdanielleaton.com and click
1: free.